We are beginning. So uh, we're starting off today's daf at the second to last line on daf Tes Zion Amid Beis. Amar Rabbi Tanchum Breder Rabchia. So Rabbi Tanchum, the son of Rabchia, um, he uh, said, Ishkvar Akko, the man of the village of Akko. Amar Rabbi Yaakov Baracha said in the name of Rabbi Yaakov Baracha. Amar Rabbi said in the name of Rav Simlai. Vamrila Amrav Tanchum Amrav Huna Vamrila Amrav Huna Luchudei. What did he say? Tamut Shenida Lichvodo. If you have a scholar, even if he is young and he puts someone in excommunication due to for a slight to his honor, honor. Um, um, a nidui of nidui. It's a valid uh, nidui. It has me. Has uh, it's it, it's binding. Okay, the Tanya, as the Bray says, minuda the rab, minuda the Talmud. Somebody who is excommunicated to the rav is excommunicated to the student. Minuda the Talmud ain't a minuda the rav. But if, and if he's excommunicated for the student, meaning the student um, put the nidui on the status of. You know, uh, whatever nidoi on him. Um, it doesn't have that effect to the to the teacher. What does that teach you? The rav who It's only to the rav not that he's excluded. But to everybody else, he is. So the question is, Lamai, what are what are, what are we talking about? What type of uh, how do you know what the nito is for? So here's it's indicated because if it's a matter of heaven, meaning it's related to a mitzvah type of thing. So uh, there's no reason why the status of the student's nido should shouldn't be effective even for the teacher because it's it's God's uh, you know he's stepping in to where it needs you know because it was against God. El Elav, so it must be Lechodatzma, that he was, it was for his own honor that was the issue. So that's the story. Amr of Yosef, Sir of Yosef says, Tzor of a rabbinical student, can make, uh, can, can apply justice for himself. Uh, if it's something that uh, he is clear on, you know, there's, he has full clarity that what he's doing is absolutely right, so he can just tell the person hey, you owe me this money, and that's the facts like you can you can require him to pay if you know it to be so okay um, so we have here a story, a fascinating story there was a rabbinical person a person uh, rabbi, Sanu Shumani. So apparently there were rumors abound about a misbehavior that he was doing something very, you know, inappropriate. So what's the story? So I'm reviewed. So review to ask, what is the right thing to do? Lishamte to just put him in Khirem Srihilirabana. He's uh, he, he's needed. The rabbi he's a he's a excellent Huge Talmud, huge scholar, and the rabbis need him, so we can't just put him in cherem. On the other hand, Lolashamti, the option of not putting him in cherem, kamischel shema dishmaya. He's uh, it's it's a mechel Hashem. 
He's, uh, they're saying th- these, that he's doing these really sordid behavior. And it's a chil Hashem, you can't just ignore it. So Amr Leila Rabbi Barbarchana, so Rav Yehudi, that's Rabbi Barbarchana, Midishmilach Baha. Have you um, heard anything on this? So yes, I do have some information. This is what Rabbi Yochanan says. It says in the Pasuk Malachi that the lips of the coin guard knowledge and Torah should be sought out from his mouth. He is the angel of God. What does this teach you? If the teacher is appearing to you like an angel, meaning that he is not doing any such type of behavior, that is a scholar that you should seek, seek Torah from. And if not, do not seek Torah from his mouth. So on that basis, he's saying, like, don't worry about his Torah, because his Torah is not worth seeking because of his misbehavior. So, Shamtel Rav Yudah. So Rav Yudah ended up putting him in Cherem. What happened? Lesof, afterwards, Ichlish Rav Yudah, Rav Yudah got ill. Um, so the rabbis all came to Rav Yudah to visit him, see what's going on. And he, this scholar in question, came amongst the others. So what happened? When Rav Yudah saw this particular rabbi amongst the group, he was he started smiling. So this person, the scholar said, It's bad enough you put me in cherem. You're uh, laughing at me? <laughs> you know? Why would you do that? So he said, I'm not laughing at all about at you. That's not what I'm doing. I know I'm about to die. And when I die, I'm going to go to the world to come. I'm in a really excited, really good mood. Even to a person of your stature, I did not uh, accept any, I, I did not uh, allow myself to be flattered. Anyway, sure enough, the Rav Yudah, Rav Yudah passed. So meantime, Asl Rasha, this scholar that was put in Cherem came to the Bismarck, Amar he told the people, surely, I want you to remove the Cherem. Amrulay, so they said to him, Rabbanon, the rabbi said to him, Look, Rav Yudah was, was the highest level that was around in our, in our area. And there's no one on that stature, who could undo the, the, the cherim that he put on. If you want, you have to go to Eretz Yisrael, to Rabbi Yudah he will be able to permit you. So Azakamei came to Rabbi Yudah he traveled all the way to Israel, and he came to Rabbi Yudah Look into his case. Is there a basis to free him or not? Then you could. And sure enough, Rabbi looked into it and several the Mishrele and he thought that, you know, what he did wasn't bad enough to not permit it. Whatever, the ter- whatever he used to determine that, 
and he was about to permit it. Amad Reb Shmuel Bar Nachmeni. So Reb Shmuel Bar Nachmeni stood up, al raglav on his feet, v'amar, and he said, "How can you permit this?" V'amar, Omash Shivchas Shal Bis Rabbi, the maid servant of the house of Rabbi, lo nogu chacham kalus roish b'niduya. The chachamim treated a nidoy that she placed um, so seriously, even though she was a, just a maid servant. Shaloshanim for three, for three years. Yehuda Chaverenu, our friend Rav Yehuda, Allah has come v'kama. We should surely treat his nidoy more seriously, and not be so quick to release it. So Amr Abzera, so Abzera says. My um my the command to Asaidna. What's what's going on over here that Rav Yishmuel Barachmeni shows up out of the blue? Hi Saba, the baby This elderly man came to base measures today. The Kamashani Leasa. It was like for a number of years he was too ill, not well enough to come. And what's going on that he's uh, that he's that he shows up all the, all of a sudden. Um, it doesn't it right? So, the kamashani to shmamina must be that if he came today, it must be it's mina shemayim and it's not appropriate to remove the cherem. And on that basis, surely they did not remove the cherem. Nafak kikabachi, and the poor the scholar went out crying. he was going on and crying, and as zibura, a bee came. Vitarke Amse and the bee stung him on his male member. Okay? Veshachiv and he died. So he died from a bee bite on that particular location. Okay? Obviously his sin was related to that. Okay, it was like a Mida Kenegad Mida. Veshachiv, okay, he's dead. Now Ailula Ma'arta de Khasid, they wanted to bury him in the Place where all the righteous people are buried, where the Hasidim are buried. For Loki Blue, they, they, they didn't accept him. They brought him into a lower level one where the judges were, and they accepted him. Why was that uh, a meaning? For whatever reason, there was no accepted him. Who's the one who accepted it? Rashi explains that there was like a snake blocking the path to the first burial site the cave where they buried those rabbis. And the second one, they let him in. Okay, and uh, the point being is, uh, my time, uh, why did, what was the, on what basis was he, was it in a sense forgivable? Uh, the other Kribbele, because he, he actually um, did try to act in the right way. He followed Rebeloi's statement. Titania is the Bryce of States, Rebeloi, Omer, Rebeloi says, if a person sees that he has a tremendous desire, he should go where people don't recognize him. He should dress in black clothes. And wrap himself in black. And then do what his heart desires. So as not to be Mechalel Hashem's, you know, Hashem's name publicly. And like this, at least... He's minimizing the embarrassment, or you know, the the chil Hashem of what he did. But uh, the, the, I mean, so uh, in being that he had like, like he wasn't completely like he 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 did sin, but he did sin in a way that was like not as um, 
not, you know, like trying to minimize the Chil Hashem, so it was counted for something. Now, we mentioned already another one. So, Shifcha Shel Beis Rabbi. What is that, Mahi? What's the story with the maidservant of the house of Rabbi? Tams in the Bay Rabbi, the maidservant of the house of Rabbi, Chaziz Hilukavra saw a man, Tavamachil of Nogadol. He was beating on his son, who was an adult, who was above Bar Mitzvah. Amra, so she said on the spot, Lahaveo Gavra Bishamta. Person should be put in Cherem. Why the Ka'avar Mishum, Vilifnei Velosita Mishum? Because that, what he just did, is actually lifneiver titania because the bride says lifneiver lesita michshol what does that mean bimakil of nagadol akazamadabra when a when a man hits his son who's an adult so you're creating a stumbling block because the son's going to want to defend himself and it's a and it's a tremendous sin to hit a father so that, that's what you're setting him up for that what do you think he's not going to try and hit back you you're basically causing a stumbling block now we have here another story. Shlakish Havamante Pradisi was guarding a an orchard and also Gavra Vikaakalteni. And a man came and started gnashing on the dates. I mean the figs. So Rambe Kala, so Rav Rishlakish, who was the guard, he started yelling. you know, you think that the guy would be scared, he ignored him. Amra, you ignoring me? Lava Ukavra Bashamta. You should be put in Khairim. Amralay, so he said so this man is a mechutz of Dikaganov. Uh, he was a, a, a audacious thief. He said, Adarabah, if anything, the opposite is true. You deserve to be put in cherem. If I was obligated, if I owe you money, did I do something? I owe you money. That's all I owe you. I, what, what did I do to deserve to be put in cherem? heard, and he went to the base In fact, he's right. He was he's right about his calculation. What he did wrong does not warrant nidoy. So what should I do? Well, you have to go to him. That he should free you of it. You know, appease him. So he said, but he ran away. I don't, I don't know what I don't know who he is. So they told him, Zilga bin Nasiya, go to the Nasi, Delishwilach, and he'll permit it to you. The Tanya, as the price says, Nidu, for a person who's put in Cherem, and he doesn't know who it was that did that. Yelich, it's a Nasi, you should go to the, to the Nasi. And Nasi can undo anybody else's Nidu. He's like on top of everybody. They established, Abbez and Shazarach. When you have a chief justice that does wrong, it's, you can't just put him in a nidoy. We should say is like just hint to him that he should stay home and you know, like you know isolate himself, and uh, like instead of actually making a public declaration. If he does it again. Then you have to, you have no choice, you put him in Nidoi because of the Yichil Hashem. Oh, Pligad Rish Lakish, that's Rav Huna said in Usha, but Rish Lakish disagrees. Tam Rish Lakish, Tam Chacham Shazarach, when a scholar is, does something wrong, you don't do it publicly. Shenemar, as the public says, Vachashalta Yom, Vachashal Gam Navi Yimach, Laila, Laila, what does that mean, Laila? Kisok Laila, hide it like night. Meaning, make sure that 
not, don't do it in a public way. Sounds like ever. Okay. Marzuch Chasid, we have here an interesting story. Marzuch Chasida. When any scholar needed to be put in Cherem, first, he would put himself in Cherem for putting this scholar in Cherem. And then he'd put the person in Cherem. And when he would go back to his host, then he'd remove his own Cherem, and then he would remove the Cherem of the other person. So basically, you put himself in kerem for putting the other person in order to like, sort of, re- like, um, you know, to, to 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 sort of be in the same boat as the person that he's excommunicating. He can do it on his own. You don't need a bezin per se. You can do it on his own and remove it on his own. I I'm 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 a laudable because I never did that. So What if he needs it? Uh, there's a scholar that does wrong. What do you do? What do you what, what would you do? Like they do in Eretz Yisrael, Mimnu Anagida, they serve They would sooner give lashes to a scholar. not give a cherem. A cherem is much worse. Now, my shamta, what is the meaning of this word shamta? They're like the etymology of the word. So, Amarav, sham misa, there's death. There is death. Meaning, it has death in its wake, so to speak. It should be a destruction. Um, and it's very effective, shamta. Like the like the oil that gets absorbed in into an oven, it sort of doesn't ever come out. Meaning, it's like a one-way path, and once you're put in the cherem, it really the effects of it don't go away. which is this disagrees with Rish just like it goes in with uh uh, goes in with uh, 248 limbs of the person. So too it goes out. It'll go out from all 248 limbs. How does this go? It's actually indicated in the text. When it goes in, the city will be cherem. What is the word cherem? Look at the numerical value of the word cherem. Cherem means two forty-eight, meaning every single limb it affects. Kshiyotza, um, when it goes out, dechsev beroges rachim tiskor. What is the numerical value of the word rachim? Rachim bigamatria chavu. It's exactly the same two forty-eight, same letters, and it goes. You know, so what, as it goes in, it goes out. Now, Amar Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says, Shari shamta gnufta del kalba, Shadi shamti throw cherem uh, on the tail of a, of a dog, V'ihi didavda, and the tail will do its own job. What is the story? Fascinating story here. The kalba, there was this dog, Tava achel misanid Apparently, it liked rabbinic shoes. Okay? And nobody knew who's this dog. Okay, 
which dog is eating the rabbi's shoes. And they put the dog in Cherem, and Italy and then a fire caught on the dog's tail, and he basically got burnt up. Fascinating. I don't know what to make of that story, but it's a real dog's tail. Okay. How who Alma, there was a fellow, there were. He's asking good. I, I, they, they did it. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. All right. How Alma? There was a there was a mafia guy. Alma means a very strong man, a person very well connected, who was uh, you know, very powerful man. And he was making a certain rabbi's life miserable. Also, come into Rav Yosef. Came before Rav Yosef. So what, what should you do? You put this man in Cherem. I can't put him in Cherem because, you know, I'm scared. What else is going to do? I don't want to get, you know, a different kind of shoes. You know, the cement kind. So just write it. So he's like, find out that I wrote a Cherem. It'll be more dangerous. Take the, what you write. Put it in a jug. Um, and go to a cemetery. And then you read it. Um, and then with thousand shofar blow blasts for 40 days. And he did so after the 40 days. The jug burst. And the, the strong man, the tough guy, passed. Now, my Shipuri, what is the Shipuri? It's like it pays him, punishes him. And my Tavra, Tavra is the broken sound. You know, there's a chauffeur sound and then the broken sound. It's what breaks the big houses. That's the broken sound of the Trua, takes it down. Titania, as the Bryce says, Amr of Shimon Ben Gamliel, Kamakam Shetan, when the Chacham put their eyes on an individual, it's either death or uh, becoming poor. It's going to be one or the other. And that is the end of this piece here. Now, next thing. Nazir and Amitzorah from his impurity, Letarasa to his purity. The question is, in these things, do, does it have to be that they came into the holiday without any time to get a haircut? Or is there an allowance for any of these individuals, even if they had a chance? So I'm related to Nina. We have a mission supporting, tells us this. Anybody who's allowed to get haircuts on the holiday, on Cholomoyed, that's when they had no time. A certain bit of that time, then there is no allowance for any of these people. However, even if they had time, they are free from this application. Because, yes, it's true, there was technically time, but there really wasn't time because they have to bring the carbonos at first opportunity. They can't be busy getting haircuts. So that's why they didn't have time. Now, Tana, we learn, 
Ve'avel, Tar Megiloch, Kohen and Avel are allowed to get haircuts. Now, hi Avel, which Avel are we talking about? What's the case? The eighth day after Shiva is um, Erev, the holiday, the eve, the, the day before the holiday. So... Um, why didn't he get a haircut? That's uh, he's perfectly allowed to. Why not? So came out on Shabbos So the day before the holiday happened to be Shabbos. So that too, he Shabbos. He could still take a uh, haircut on the seventh day itself. The law follows Abishol. And if the eighth day turns out to be Shabbos Everegal, so you don't have to wait to the eighth day to get a haircut. You could get the haircut on the Friday. So the Gemara says, The seventh day comes out on Shabbos. Seventh day came out on Shabbos Everegal. There was no chance. Now, Tana Bra Savar, the uh, one Tana holds La Kabashol, La Kabashol. Tamar mixes Yom Kikulu. Partial day counts. And Yom Shri Olulukana Lukana. And therefore, the seventh day goes for the final day of the Shiva. And also, it's the day, it's Erev Pesach, and you can bring the Korban. Uh, obviously, even though he could bring his carbon, but um, of uh, whatever the but the point being is given the Shabbos, it's not really the carbon that's an issue, but I'm saying he couldn't get a haircut because Shabbos have honest who it's honest, and therefore that's called not having any time. It's not like it's not true that there's partial days. They never finished the Avelis of seven, and that's the case. Okay. You need seven full days, and uh, you never finished the Avelis of seven full days before the holiday, and therefore. Um, You can't say that it was an onus because anyway, the there was no opportunity. Okay. Now, hi, Kohen What's the case? What? What? Yes, but it's not canceled till the holiday, and they say that it needs seven full days. So. That's exactly the dispute between the two sides. We'll see how we rule in, you know, at the end of the daf. Um, okay, so, um, okay, so, okay, so now, Cohen, we're up to the Cohen section. Cohen, uh, what's the case of the Cohen here? He finished his mishmar on the eve of the holiday. So so then what? You finished. Get a haircut right then. It's finalized. It finished on the holiday. So what's the two sides? 
Our Tana holds, Kivin Ditran Bishlosha Prakim Bishana Hayu Kalam Mishmaros Shavos. Since all it's all hands on deck on the holidays, all Khanim have to work in the base of Megdash. So therefore, and they're all allowed Bemure Rukalam to eat from the Korbanos of the Rukalam. Uvichilakmapanim, and they're also dividing up the Lakhmapanim. So Kimandulashon Mishmarta Burega. It's like it's not finished yet. They're still on duty. Even though they have a connection, but he did finish his. So, therefore, he should have gotten his haircut. Even though he's on, but, you know, he should have gotten his haircut then. Because his personal family one was done. Um, now, um, okay. If you're allowed to get a haircut on Cholamoid, you're also allowed to get a haircut in for the same excuse in the times of mourning. The price, uh, there's another price that says that it's prohibited. So what's the deal? So I'm Rav Chizda, I'm Rav Shilo. When it says Mutar, that's Bishat Tachvoy Valov, that was the mornings were doubled up. So like they... There was one period of mourning, and then right away, as soon as that one was done, another, the, another close relative died. So Gemara says, my area has nothing to do with any other excuse. Everyone is allowed to cut their hair. The person is doubling up on his avelos. Um, if his hair is feeling real heavy, make a batar. You're allowed to cut it with a with a blade. and you're allowed to and you're allowed to wash your garments. So the Gemara explains, yes, but that's not quite getting a haircut. You're cutting it jaggedly with a blade and not with the scissors. you're using washing with water. You're still bound to the to the period of um, to the morning. You don't. You're not really doing it fully. Now, Amr of Chizus also this indicates of a lasser b'tachpos. The mourner is not to do laundry. Now, Tanur Banu Shem Shamru also legalech b'moid. Just like you're not allowed to get haircuts on the cholmoid, kachas litot zerpanayim, fingernail cutting is the same issue. B'moid on the hal on cholmoid. Divrei Rabbi Yehuda. Yossi says you can cut your fingernails on Cholamoid. Similarly, just like a mourner is not allowed to get a haircut on the period during the period of his mourning, he's also not allowed to cut his fingernails. Again, that's Yossi says it's permitted. What's the bottom line? When it comes to Avelis, it's stricter, and therefore no fingernail cutting, and the law follows Rabbi Yossi when it comes to Cholamoid. Shmuel Amar, Shmuel disagrees, says, The Allah follows Rabbi Yossi, we take the leaning opinion on both. This is Shmuel's opinion throughout. When it comes to matters of mourning, the law always follows the more lenient opinion. And since Rabbi Yossi is more lenient here, saying you could cut your nails, so that's the law. Anyway, we'll stop over here. A pleasure and to be continued tomorrow. Mir Bye. Good vach.